0: Hello everyone. This is not Andy. In case anybody thinks that Andy sounds a bit strange, but I am sat here next to Andy, and I'm going to get him to introduce himself and his podcast and tell us where his podcast came from.
1: Hi. Okay. This is Andy. And now, of course, what is the reason behind this podcast under today?
0: Narcissism.
1: Narcissism. Yeah. <laughs> now, of course, we're talking about spoken language, and. This is a very special Spoken Label podcast, Amanda, isn't it? Yeah, this is the
0: 200th episode.
1: Horrifying. Yeah. Now, what was it you wanted to ask me again? Sorry, just to clarify. Sorry, my mind's completely it's gone a today. similar
0: question to what you yeah. ask people. Introduce your podcast and tell everybody where it came from.
1: Right, okay. Spoken Label itself, then, originally started at the beginning of 2016, four and a half years ago. And it originally began off as a one-off podcast does had to advertise to work a friend of mine who just bought his novel out. Uh one became two and then it became every other month, then it became monthly, down to fortnightly. You seen the pattern here yeah. Yeah. then it went to weekly. And every other day. It <laughs> well, has been recently hasn't it so well certainly since um, lockdown the last three and a half months ago now by stage. It's been usually two or three weeks, but it's gonna carry down to one a week eventually. Yeah. It just gets kind of took off life as well. Yeah.
0: Okay, so you've asked people to send in questions, and the first one is from Caroline Burrows. And I'm going to cut out the last bit of the question, because uh, the next question from somebody else touches on that. Okay. So she says, I'd be interested in knowing about when you started, what prompted you to begin, and how you kept motivation going in the early days.
1: Yeah, as I said before, it was a one-off really with a friend of mine, I am not running to name, but... It was never meant to be <laughs> 100 episodes, but I've done 200. And it just kind of, you know what I mean? One of those things just takes off sometimes, and it's an unexpected bonus or unexpected pleasure, really. Because certainly to keep yourself motivated back in those days was, was trying to get people to talk to you.
0: Yeah, and now you can't get them to stop talking to oh, you. yeah,
1: completely, yeah. It was honestly honest, to begin with when I first did it around the world. People know it's obviously... I think I'd met you around by that point, have not
0: I? Yeah, I remember when we met. You suggested that I be a guest, and then I think it was a few months before it happened.
1: Yeah, I think I'd started it a couple of months, ago. just about started it. And we met 2016,
0: wasn't it? Sounds about right.
1: Yeah, beginning 2016. Yeah, we spoken. Label itself just began then and started doing a couple of sessions, and it was certainly back then. It was it wasn't smooth. It wasn't as smooth an operation as it is now we will come on to more later on, but the motivation was just to, when things weren't very really right, it didn't always go right to begin with, that's for right. any stretch of road. just to keep going on it. And a lot of it was just single binders, the pig-headedness, and I am it'd make a success out of
0: this. Yeah, and you did. Yeah. So the next question is from Bella Canyon, and it's, how have you evolved the podcast since the first episode?
1: Structure, really. Structure, planning the last, that's for so sure of it. Because if anyone goes back to, to the first po- the first podcast I did, went on for all three hours. <laughs> we just get waffling, waffling and waffling. And it helped matters, if I'm honest. We were drinking as well. Can you remember who
0: that was with? Right? Yes, I'm not going to
1: name him. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> and it was interesting you go and check it out. It says it's still on there, but <laughs> I've, done, I've done better. The evolution over time, it really was just trying to set try myself and set, set structure on it and to keep it organized. Because I was finding, because when I first started podcasting off, a lot of it came from, from the job I was doing, because you know, that, you'd already don't you? So, and the job I was listening to, you're allowed to listen to like iPod, you know, iPods, and I'd gone and picked up an, iPod, an Apple podcast, not a podcast, you know, iTunes, I yeah, think, yeah. and um, I started listening to podcasts on it. And I was finding the more I got into understanding it was free hour podcasts weren't the best way. So i turned tell you, the came down to about 40 to 45 minutes and that tends to use yeah, a the way I best. Yeah, that's so. right, I think. Yeah.
0: So the next question, you said these pronounced Hussle?
1: Hussle. Hussle.
0: Yeah. Right. He asks, from a technical standpoint, to the distribution has gone from Bank App to a variety of platforms, so I want to know more about the transition to being such a well-oiled machine.
1: Yeah that's that, that is a very good point indeed that one because certainly Ooshale was, was my third, fourth guest It was one of the very very first guests I had and it's the, the way I did it then was at the time I started off in Bandcamp and the reason I started on Bandcamp was uh, which in hindsight perhaps wasn't the best effort but it was because I was uploading a lot of music through Bandcamp and I want. I thought myself. I know how to use the package. I'm putting podcasts on there, even though it's not really perhaps a podcast label set setup really more than that for music. But that started off. Then over time, I started using getting these better equipment on it because some of the early recordings, not the people, it was the record equipment. Something wasn't up to it. Well, I've had different laptops done i've done in person on the phone and telephone track telephone recordings sometimes the early one didn't quite work out but you were responsible actually amanda for the quality of probably reproving actually to a degree because people want to know this a year or two into spoken label i did have a look at hardly of networks and stuff and it wasn't as lot, it wasn't as straightforward as it is now yeah because you had to at one point about four and a half years ago Upload it on various websites, and you try to upload it on 12, 13, 14 websites, it's just not worth it.
0: No, it would take a long time. It would take a
1: long, long time. And then we got into, let's get this right, get me, I'm really bad with years now, so I do apologise for this. Two and a half years into it, I started putting them onto Mixcloud as well. Mixcloud, again, is, is quite not bad like a website, Mixcloud, but I think I prefer to use a band eventually. But it's interesting enough with Mixcloud. It's not, I don't think it's that well used a website, actually. I
0: think it depends on how many followers
1: you've got. Yeah, I think it does, really. Same goes with Bandcamp, to so band a different way. Bandcamp's more accessible than the, band, than the link itself. But then um, I managed to work out how to actually, this is the old followers you've before, was um, how to link it all onto YouTube.
0: Yeah.
1: bit of conversion, that worked really well, that does. And then um, I had to put playlists up and stuff like that, and... You then found
0: out that Anchor, didn't you? Yeah, I think I'd mentioned it to you a few months before because I'd done the podcast as a guest with someone else. And you said, I can't remember what you said about the quality, I think it wasn't very good. So I never looked into it until so many months later when I found it again and put reading in bed on and it surprised you by texting you saying it's got to Spotify. And you were like, what? Yeah, no, I,
1: remember, <laughs> I remember that because I was at work at the time i mean, it was like again um, running out of the office. I mean, how, to, how the heck did you do that? <laughs> and then that it was like, but then it's honestly it's easy enough. It's it's surprising nowadays as you use the right server and anchor's just one several.
0: Yeah.
1: So we've got um spoken label now is on about twelve different networks that they could anchor, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, Spreaker,
0: and Bullhorn.
1: Bullhorn, which we just found <laughs> about yeah. last night, we didn't know about that one. Uh, Listen Notes, castbot Castro and other ones. Yeah. And it's that's something, a lot of it's changed, changed it around a lot, really, because so it's made it smoother. Now, obviously, when you talk about the quality of recording, that's a different ball game altogether. Because, obviously, with the country being in lockdown, just before that, I just started using Zoom I had. And Zoom itself, I found the quality of recording is a lot easier. And it's certainly like it's where, like, Amanda, certainly, now you hadn't really heard of Zoom, I you, before? I like used it once for an interview that never got broadcast, so I mm. don't know what happened to that interview. Yeah, I um, a good friend of ours, Randy Horton, who we know from writing Loud and I was running his own night, Good Writer to Release. He tried it out about two years ago, he had, and got me, a friend of his in Texas, and somebody else I forgot, him, to go and test it. I think he was obviously thinking about doing the night through that, but it, whatever reason, it is, it didn't happen. And then, certainly, like, when we went into lockdown itself, I decided at the time to people telling me about Zoom, Randy without I think it was Randy actually. I decided to myself we're gonna do we're gonna run nights on it. Let me give this a go see what it's like on zoom. And the quality is that's where the quality is improving the recording because it's it seems to work really well. Yeah. That's why and that's why certainly over the last <laughs> reason why I've been doing so many in the past couple months is simply it's just, it's just a smooth process because you've seen it, man brand not you, where you click at the top of it you just press to record, don't you? Yeah. At the end of it, it's in some case like you cut it, up, you cut it in half. What you need to do, and then it's it's give me more confidence. That's for sure. Because like as you've seen them even putting out one, then people may notice, may not. Man just sometimes say next when I'm recording, and sometimes sit down on them, aren't you? Yeah. And it's like I'm just trying to a lot of it's trying to get the same routine really, and then just don't like don't like planning it, but I have I, like, I do like to you know look a little bit about people speaking to. So we can have a couple of themes to go through and make sure we cover bullet points.
0: Okay. So those are all the questions from people have sent in. So I've got a couple of questions of my own now. So the first one is, have you ever recorded a podcast with someone, but for whatever reason haven't been able to broadcast it? Yes. (laughs) Are you going to share? I
1: can't (laughs) name names, but I did do a podcast with somebody that turned up not drunk,
0: yeah, I know this is. I'm
1: not going to name names on other substances, yeah. and it was unbroadcastable, put it bluntly. But that I learned from that, and I'll tell you, I tell every truth of this. I this person I have done a session with now, and the, the plan is to do another session in the future. But the one thing I've learned is when I used to do sessions with people in person before lockdown, I'd be say, "If you want to have a drink, I suggest do it after."
0: Yeah.
1: But mostly, I do the sessions in person. You know where I go, don't you? I have a couple of like, locations I like going yeah, to. Yeah. There's a cafe in, in that Saint Peter's Square in Central Manchester. I love going there. It can be a bit noisy, but it's nice. Cause I like the acoustics in there, and it's also good if you are in a cafe. There's don't you don't get it. Don't tend to get idiots walking past you screaming. I've had yeah. that before now as well. Hopefully, we'll
0: be back there again someday because
1: I know I've sat in at least one with you. we four. We've sat in like four, <laughs> and that'd be right? So yeah. that's why. But it's that's what you do is. A lot of it is, is thinking about what you're going to do. Things. You, you, you can do it in a pub. If you're going to do it in a pub, you're to, you could be anything goes and you're going to lose control of it quite easily if you're both drinking. And I, it's not the point behind it, is it, really, I don't think.
0: No. Okay, so the next question I've got is have any of your guests done or said something you weren't expecting in the podcast?
1: Uh, yes, there is. I'm trying to figure out the person now as well. Um, yeah, I did actually, yeah, somebody, we we'll do not speak to anymore now, actually announced halfway through the podcast that I was setting up a book publishing house, and would I come on board to help, to help and run it?
0: And how did that work out?
1: <laughs> Mistake. <right? laughs> it's like, it's usually best in those sort of things, if you get asked in advance, basically, because I read put people
0: on the spot putting you then, on so. the spot a little bit. I yeah.
1: suppose you could edit it out and pretend it never happened. Yeah. Uh, so that's what happened there. It's was, um, it was a funny one because the trouble is when you're doing podcasts, you never know what you're going to get. Sometimes, I've had um, writers give me free copies of books before now, out of the books on on air, and I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. That's why. So, and I've had um also had um oh, I tell you who it was now. Mm. Um, oh, no, I can't name him, but you know him, right? Somebody once to, I sat in Central, that cafe, not Central Library. A mutual friend of mine, Amanda's, who was not a writer, saw me interviewing somebody, and it was quite a young lady this was, and um, he back, you can hear it on the recording, bang, 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 and <laughs> the window in her in certain... <laughs> Judging by the
0: actions that you're doing there, I can guess who this is that we're yeah, talking about. Yeah,
1: certain fingers, shall we say, are yeah. sticking up a lot of the air with them. He's doing that on his head, Yeah. Role. Does this
0: person, their first name has five
1: letters in it? I can't say anymore, <laughs> <laughs> right? And that person then, I had to literally, thankfully, got to the end of the first half and I had to literally, pause the recording, then run outside and stop it saying certain words, right? Yeah. Other one that happened, that caught me out of was this one's not been broadcast yet, but it's been edited quite well. So, um, I did a podcast earlier in writer just for speakeasy on a couple of weeks ago, actually. And I didn't put, I mistakenly didn't put a separate code on it, I had the same code. So, somebody decided to come straight on to Skype an hour early on Zoom, an hour early, trying to work out the package. Oh, packets.
0: yeah, I
1: remember that. <laughs> it's <laughs> It shows we a lady related question in our chat with you, but we managed to get round it. Yeah. The guy spoke to us, apologise.
0: I remember sat in here and I heard you saying to whoever it was, so I'm doing an interview with someone. Yeah. <laughs>
1: then frequently, um, over time and live podcasts, my brothers rang me up. I'm our dear friend James has. He's yeah. rang me up quite a few occasions in our a podcasts.
0: So oh, There's a handy little button on your phone that says, do not disturb, so you yeah. can stop that.
1: That's what I've been doing the last couple of <laughs> months, I've learned the hard way. Mute calls, right? So you don't yeah. get interrupted too much. But it is having a lot of it is it's it has to be, the the fun of it sometimes, you don't know what you're gonna get. And it's do you understand that I mean? you've seen me do live podcasts all the time and they're great fun sometimes because the unpredictability, yeah. you don't know what you're gonna get, and I guess I might make a, a horrendous mistake, misjudge something on the piece. I get told that was, uh all about that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so the last question I've got here for you, if you could interview anyone, dead or alive, famous or not, who would it be and why? Oh, uh, oh that's, a, that's a very
1: good question, yeah, very, very good, oh, that's impossible, I, I'd love to join the show Johnny but... yeah. yeah,
0: Just <laughs> the... I sit in on that one? Yeah, I okay. thought you would, <laughs>
1: and also, see, I know Amanda would obviously love me to mention Winchester Brothers from Supernatural, being character, and Cassie Yeah. Well, I said, I'd i, I, would, I would love to chat to him, Jeff, because that's I find he's had a bit of a rough ride, I think, in the last couple of years. But I think he's he's interesting man still because he's done a lot of a lot of his life and he's. He's like, so I think he'd be an interesting man to talk to, and he's he does tend to open himself up. I've I've seen him do before now, if you treat him with respect. And I like I just just I also love chapter, like Oscar Wilde. Yeah. Oscar Wilde lives a heck of a life, so. Is anybody anybody in mind you
0: would like to do a chat
1: to and really famous? I don't think characters?
0: it'd have to be Stephen King, wouldn't oh, yes, it's you. That if you said to me I'm interviewing Stephen King next week, I'd be like, I'm sitting in on that whether well, you like it or not. Oh and because <laughs> he's like my mighty idol.
1: Of course people now obviously now I have Paul Walster as well. I've I've seen so many interviews with Paul Oster, and i pretty well know what the topics are, he comes up with things now. And that I I'd love to try and ask him questions that uh, bringing them themes into it he doesn't normally talk about. That's what happens sometimes when you do these sort of things, Amanda. And interested is you don't know what you're going to get sometimes because you don't plan it too much. And if you know, say for example, um, there's a podcast, I think it's going up just after this one, my my, my dear friend jeff drama. And you, you know what I'm going to do Jeff for. Yeah. Me and Jeff go back about 13 years. And I was getting Jeff cut up bits of topics and I'll chat to Jeff that I didn't know about. And it's great it's fun sometimes that you learn things about people. And... The one thing I have learned a lot from spoken labels, and you've seen this yourself, I've made friends with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's like all these random people who keep popping up, and I'm like, how do you know that? And i like, oh, I interviewed them, such and such.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's um, the thing that always funny is, spoken label is, and it's what I remember you telling me, Samantha, as well, just after we got together, didn't we, four years ago now. You always kept thinking, eventually, I'd run out of people to talk to.
0: Yeah, and you just keep finding them everywhere.
1: Yeah. Is it worth me? Do you reckon I should tell people how, how we do the research a lot of things on this podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it probably is. Just to conclude, it's an interesting point because when you, d- I'm finding people because obviously we call run a night after and Steve, speaking easy in Stratford quite regularly. I see people coming down there first time, and I think it was like, what they were really good. I want to talk to them further, and then we speak people other nights, don't we, and all and stuff like that. So
0: and you also get a lot of people that. Recommend to other
1: people. Yeah, get loads, get yeah. loads from something I've had it recently when a, a writer in Ireland recommended their best mate to me. That was brilliant. She was really, really talented. And then she recommended somebody else in Dublin to me. It's going to live in July. He was brilliant. He's got about four people he can recommend yeah. to me. <laughs> it mean, just, can't, just like, can... never
0: stops,
1: does it? It doesn't, but it's like. You find a lot of the time when you, you really get into this something you you meet you to attract a few good writers. They know the writer, and their writing friends and they refer to me, aren't going to be Rubbish. Yeah. I've had the odd one where I've sat down I sat down and thought, no, I can't I'm not doing it. I'm just they're just didn't the right didn't grab me. But when everyone approaches me, I'm finding out most of nowadays and, yeah, you're a good writer. There's a story to be told there.
0: So if anyone's listening, get in touch as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, I said there's a. I've done 200. Mm. Certainly. we will try
0: and get it to 300.
1: I think I'll get 300, that's for sure, because at the moment,
0: and there's we'll certainly quite Steven, a few. We'll get Stephen P to interview you for the 300. That's an idea, isn't it?
1: That could be fun, man. Definitely. <laughs> well, I've liked it, I have certainly mean, would like to 300. All in will, We'll get those. Okay. I think and that's so it. we say in Reading and Better Another Podcast, say goodbye to the camera, Amanda. Goodbye,
0: camera. Even though it's not camera.
1: <laughs> Take care, guys. See you awesome.